Welcome to Journey Under 30, a roadmap drawn in discovery. I'm Colin Parker, and um, this is our podcast that's all about us doing what we can do to be named in a future Forbes 30 Under 30. So, I slightly misspoke on the last episode. Yes, Alex did get married. That part is true. But, the one thing that I hadn't thought about was the honeymoon. Uh, And so, of course, we didn't actually have another backup episode. Uh, We made two instead of three, where we really should have. But that's a lesson learned for us. But that's okay, because I'm going to do something here by myself. And I guarantee you, there's going to be a week or two in my life where I'm not going to be able to pop up, and we might not have any backups, and Alex might have to come out here and do something on his own. But because I don't have my co-host, I don't want to take up a lot of time today, um, and I especially don't want to just sort of sit here and just talk to myself. Although I think that I could do that, and I feel like I could probably, unfortunately, be oddly very good at just talking to myself. Um, I'd rather just sort of share a couple of different small kind of articles or thoughts that I've seen kind of going around recently. Um, and just sort of put out a couple questions to you, the dear listeners, and just sort of see how you feel on some of these topics. So, as you may or may not know, depending on if this is your first episode or or not, um, but I just recently graduated college back in May of 2018, um, and ever since I returned home at the end of May, um, here but from New Orleans up to here to Maryland, where Alex and I both live now, um, it's been a tough time trying to find a job. I've applied to over 200 jobs at this point, and I've only received seven messages back, uh, and only one of them has resulted in anything further than just a preliminary email. This is a very tough thing, I think, for many people, and this is not something that has been just a me, Colin Parker thing. This is something that I've noticed happening a lot with many people that I know who have recently graduated or who are trying to find a new job if they are unhappy with the one that they have now, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I've, I've talked with countless friends. Uh, I would say at least seven people recently have said to me the idea that they have reached out to so many places and even followed up with them and just never heard anything back. Um, Part of the problem, I think, with some of the internet culture that we have now, with everything sort of being quick, fast, and easy and stuff like that, a lot of the times, job postings go up, but I also think that sometimes those companies don't take things down. Um, Even if something is filled within like a week or so, uh, some of the only responses that I've gotten that I'm not counting in my seven um, that I've received, like the seven that I'm talking about are ones where someone physically like wrote back or reached out to me sort of thing. But I've gotten a few automated messages that were like, oh, hey, sorry, that's actually been closed for like three months. And then it's kind of this situation of, well, then why is it still out there? Um, Because how many jobs have I applied to at this point that may not actually be real jobs or rather still open jobs that are still available? Um, And so that's just a very frustrating thing. And especially when, you know, I uh, and my friends reach out to these people as a sort of follow-up to try and be you know, courteous, but also to just just to see what the process is like for them, and then getting nothing in return um, is, is very frustrating. Um, at the very least, just to say to somebody, I'm really sorry, we're really far behind, we haven't even gotten to half of the emails, or just to say, oh, actually, that was filled, you're right, I'm so sorry, thank you for making us aware that we should have let you know, or something like that, you know? Um, that, can be, that can be tough. But let's move on a little bit. Let's talk about some of these things that I've got here. 
Um, so this was a post that was shared on LinkedIn that uh, I was tagged in recently, someone who's been trying to help me find some jobs, um, you know, and uh, I'll read the whole thing word for word. It says, looking for a job? Here are five things to do. Number one, believe in yourself and in your abilities. Your value does not decrease based on someone's inability to see your worth. Yes, very much. I will come back to that one for sure. Number two, be thankful for closed doors. Focus on what you can change. If it didn't happen, it was never meant to be. Keep learning, keep growing. Number three, network. Don't just send out resumes. Try connecting with the decision makers. Let everyone know you are job searching. Number four, volunteer. Not only will it help others, but it will make you feel better. Plus, it will fill in the employment gap. Number five, speak positive words over your life. Visualize yourself in that position. Don't take rejection personally. Shake it off and keep going. Your time will come. If you know someone who is job searching, reach out to them. If they share a post seeking employment, um, like and comment on this. Every bit counts. Let's help each other out. This is what LinkedIn and networking truly is about. Agree? Question mark. I'm not sure why I read the question mark out loud, but um, let's 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 chat a little bit about some of these topics here. Number one, believe in yourself and in your abilities. I truly do stand behind that idea. The your value does not decrease based on someone's inability to see your worth. I think that goes well beyond just a work situation. That goes for friends. That goes for relationships um, of like a romantic nature. I mean, I think that that can go in so many different directions. Um, and that is a specific lesson that I have learned like 12 times over this entire year um, on multiple different fronts, um, actually, and basically in every single category that I've, that I've listed. Um, but, you know, the thing is, is that there are times where I get frustrated thinking that, you know, how have I not been hired yet? You know, I, I know that I have qualities and skills that people are looking for. Um, and after having read uh, good to great. I know very frequently the idea of like, you know, value alignment is so important. Um, and also that's something that I learned from Billy O'Connell as well down at Loyola University, New Orleans. Um, but also, you know, getting the right people on the bus is the only way to make it move forward. And I look at some of the companies that I applied to and I realize that maybe I'm just not a right match for them. Maybe our values don't fit. But there are some where I definitely feel as if we do. Um, and it can be frustrating and upsetting sometimes to see or to think maybe they don't think that I could be the right person to be put on that bus, even though I might think that I, I truly could be. Um, but just because they may not be able to see that, or maybe they can't see that right now, um, you know, perhaps that will be something that can arise later. People's um, ideas and the way that they kind of look at you sort of thing does change over time, I think, especially based off of more experience as well. Um, but just because someone doesn't notice it right now doesn't mean that they won't. And that doesn't make me less of a person or less of a whatever job or whatever type of, you know, feel that I'm trying to look into at that moment, whether I'm looking at audio editing or whether I'm looking at video editing, videography, stuff like that, like anything in that nature. Just because they don't notice that right now doesn't mean that I'm not a good videographer or doesn't mean that I'm not a good video editor, stuff like that. Um, be thankful for closed doors. Uh, focus on what you can change. Um, I think that that whole thing is very much tied into number one on this post here, um, but it, it's, it's kind of more of a thing of, of, of when you do realize that someone doesn't have the ability to see you in the way that you know that you should be viewed or something like that, it is easy to not necessarily burn that bridge. I'm not saying that. Definitely don't do that. I 
I tried my best not to ever burn any bridges. I certainly have in my past, and um, many of them I regret. Some of them I know that I did um, purely because it needed to be done. Um, there are some situations in which you need to kind of cut all ties with um, some people, and, and I totally get that. Um, but, you know, the idea that, you know, for example, let's say you applied to, I don't know, BG&E. Uh, BGE, BGE. Why did I say BG Andy? BGE. Let's say you are looking for some sort of job at BGE because you've always wanted to work there. But if you apply there 10 times and, you know, they still don't see your ability to do that job, it doesn't mean that you need to, again, cut ties with them. But maybe it's time to be thankful that there's for some weird reason that they didn't see this and it's time to move towards something else. And you might then find that, I don't know, I'm just going to, uh, Verizon, just because I literally just looked down at my phone and I was like, oh, I have a Verizon phone. Um, Verizon may all of a sudden go, oh, hey, you have everything that we're actually looking for for this position right here. So, you know, there's a lot of that, you know, when one door opens, a window opens, or or when door closes, <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. Um, network. Oh, man. Networking is something that I've talked about a lot, I think, both on this show and just in life. Um, networking is also somewhat tougher to do to a certain extent, I think, um, in this modern age. Um, we are sort of stepping away a little bit from the personal interactions and stepping way more towards electronic, but then we're also closing a lot of electronic doors, which is a very odd thing to see as well. So, you know, there's a lot of weird fine lines to walk in that field. Um, but networking is huge. And I felt like I had a lot of connections down in New Orleans and maybe if I had stayed, I could have found a job much faster. But um, I came back to Maryland because of things like the Scavengers Network um, and a few other things that I really wanted to have happen up here. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, the Scavengers Network was kind of the biggest thing for me. Uh, but I realized that I didn't have many contacts in this field up here in Maryland. And so it has been a lot of sort of starting over to a certain extent, even though I've lived in Maryland uh, a majority of my life. I still have to sort of start over because I'm now looking for new networking opportunities in a different field than I've ever looked at before. The volunteer thing, I think, kind of speaks for itself. I'm not really going to go too much into that one. I think that that's something that everyone kind of knows, um, or rather, maybe they know, but they just don't want to admit to it or what have you, or they don't really want to go into it. But I think, you know, you should definitely give it some consideration. Um, speak positivity. I, you know, that's something that I think I definitely talked about a lot at the beginning of this year, learning to be more positive than I had been. Um, but also, you know, I don't know, like I'm a, I'm someone who, uh, definitely eats into the Andrew WK lifestyle, you know, like uh, anything can be a party, you know, um, life is great, you know, stuff like that. And uh, I think sometimes it's very easy to focus on the negative, but if you just look for the positive spin on a lot of things, uh, life goes a little bit better. And if you're not having a great day, go out and get yourself a Reese's peanut butter cup and make it a great day. We are not sponsored by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. That was just the first candy that popped into my head because when he told me that lesson, that was the candy that he threw out there. Hey there, everybody. I know that you want to get back to my great little discussion on these articles that we're going over, but real quick, we got to do a little bit of house cleaning. We got to drop by the marketing department and talk about some of the stuff we've, that we've got going on over here. So first, let me talk to you about one of our sponsors. Can we talk for just a brief second about Blue Apron? I mean, can't, can't, hey, guys, real talk, pull up a chair, get a little closer. Can we just talk for a split second about Blue Apron? 
I mean, like, goddamn, y'all. At Blue Apron, you get these great, like, chef-designed, step-by-step recipes every single week. And then they mail you all of the ingredients, and they're fresh, and they're usually seasonally based. Um, some of them might be, like, year-round recipes, but you don't get repeats either. And they, you know, you get them delivered right to your door, and then from scratch, using all these things, usually the only thing you have to provide is, like, olive oil, salt, and pepper, you know? Well, and cooking utensils, obviously. I mean, they're not going to send you a pot and pan every damn time. But, you know, they give you all those ingredients, and then you mix it right on up, and then you get a damn good meal. Um, Just this last week, I made, uh, let's see, hot spicy Italian sausage um, and uh, and gnocchi, and it had this amazing little ponzu broccoli with it, um, and everything was, you know, cooked in the sauce and everything like that. Oh, oh. So good. And then actually just tonight, um, the same day that I'm recording this episode, we made, um, well, I made rather, uh, the miso soy glazed salmon, um, with jasmine rice and then roasted broccoli and carrots. Oh my God. Ugh, God. So good. Every single thing that I've ever gotten from Blue Apron has just been a home run. I have yet to have a bad thing from Blue Apron, and I will talk about Blue Apron any day of the week. Just walk up to me and ask me about it. I'll talk to you about the last thing I made and how much I love it. So if you want to try it out, go to bit.ly slash snapron30, that is snapron30, snapron three zero. bit.ly slash snapron30, and get $30 off of your first order. Blue Apron is a better way to cook. And hey, you know, for real, if you do it, um, please send me pictures of what you get. Uh, I want to live vicariously through your options that week. Especially if you got something different than me. Man, I want to see what those other recipes were like. You know what I'm saying? Send them my way. And before we head back, let's talk about Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of classes in design, business, technology, and more. Anyone can join the millions of members in our community to learn cutting-edge skills, network with peers, and discover new opportunities. For just under $10 a month, get access to thousands of Skillshare classes taught by the world's best teachers in all of the amazing categories that Skillshare has to offer. Each class has a project so you can put your new skills into practice and share your work with other community members around the world. Uh, and you get two months of free classes by going to bit.ly slash skillscav, that's bit.ly slash S-K-I-L-L-S-C-A-V. Skillshare is the skills you need to succeed. And I, I truly agree with that as well. Man, I've been taking um, a couple of different courses on marketing, uh, marketing for small businesses, basically. Um, I mean, obviously, a lot of these things could also relate to big businesses, but they're sort of organized in a smaller list here of, of different teachers and different courses. Um, and it's been it's been a lot of fun. There's been a lot of stuff about like uh, specifically like internet content uh, and like internet marketing kind of stuff that I that I didn't actually know before. Um, and so I'm definitely learning a lot. And you might be seeing some of these new things sort of implemented through the Scavengers Network social medias and stuff like that. Um, but, uh, I mean, it's, it's a lot of really great stuff. I mean, I have, uh, I want to say like 40 something videos. Um, I, I've worked through a few, so I might be back into the thirties at this point, but, um, I, I have about 40 some videos like saved on a list 
essentially, of like all these different courses that that I want to take. Um, and I've already finished uh, seven, uh, and I'm almost done with my eighth. I'm working on this one marketing thing that was like three hours long, um, and I, I do it in chunks. Um, I sort of structure almost as if I'm back in college, actually, um, just so I can sort of feel normal about it, I guess. Um, but it's great. You can you know put it down and come back at any time. You can watch it online. You can watch it on your phone. It's fantastic. Skillshare, great, great program. Make sure you check it out. Bit.ly uh, slash Skillscav. One last thing before we head back into the episode. I just want to make sure that we plug, as always, the Patreon, patreon.com slash the Scavengers Network. If you like what you see here, if you like what you hear here with the Scavengers Network, um, come come help us out. You know, it's not just me that's on this company. There's a lot of people that want to make this a full-time job, and podcasting is, is free, at least, you know, for the listeners. And we uh, make a lot of videos and spend a lot of time uh, editing both video and audio and working on a lot of these great things, and we have to get a lot of equipment and have to get a lot of games and stuff like that, and, uh, you know, just sort of help us out with things, and we could travel a little bit more. We could do some live shows. We could do some collaborations by having people sit in the same studio and kind of make uh, some some new new products. Um, I know that something that we would love to do is have Daniel Spencer, who is actually someone on the Patreon, um, one of our donors. Thank you so much, Daniel. Good friend of the Scavengers Network and of this program um, and of the Myth Takes program, especially. Um, he is the DM for Kids on Bikes, which is another actual play podcast that's out there. Um, so, you know, those two shows do a lot of uh, corresponding on Twitter and stuff. But, uh, you know, Daniel Spencer and Whitney Nelson, also of Historical Hotties and Myth Takes fame, um, the two of them, they want to get together with me sometime uh, in the month of October to do a full playthrough of Until Dawn, uh, which is great because it's a game that I am absolutely super scared of, but I'm going to force myself to sit through it uh, just because I, I do still actually like that game. Um, and I like those people, but you know, these are three people that, uh, you know, don't live in the same state, myself, her and Daniel. So, you know, help us out, help us kind of be able to afford that travel. And I promise that we'll put out content that, uh, will, will be worthy of it. Um, and there's a lot of really great rewards that you get from these tiers. Um, I know that coming out soon is a playlist that I believe, uh, the reads cultivated. I, I, I believe maybe that's October. But I, I know that we have some stuff planned for the month of September that's coming out over the next couple of days, and we've got some stuff coming out in October as well to share with all the fans, and it's it's just a great place to be. So come join the Scavengers family and uh, join us on patreon.com slash the Scavengers Network. And uh, with that, why don't we head back out of the marketing department and back into the episode? The second thing I wanted to share with you today is an article from Forbes, actually, since we're talking about becoming a future Forbes 30 under 30. Let's make sure we keep Forbes on the list here for us, right? Um, so this was an article that someone sent to me not that long ago that was written in 2014, the very end of it, um, called 10 Morning Habits Successful People Swear By. Uh, it's written by Jennifer Cohen, like I said, on Forbes. And so let's kind of break these down super quick. Number one, get up an hour early. There is a 25th hour in the day. You've just been sleeping through it. Getting up an hour earlier. Getting up an hour earlier is going to take time to adjust to, but once you make it a habit, you will never look back. 
research has shown not only are early risers more optimistic and conscientious, they are also they also anticipate problems and minimize them more efficiently, which of course is crucial to success in the business world. Step number two, visualize. Early hours foster reflection. Enjoy the quiet and take some time to map out your day. Think through your goals and to-dos. Take whatever notes you need to ensure your day will be calmer and more efficient. Research has shown that even two minutes of visualization and positive thinking can improve your mood and clarify for the entire day ahead. Step number three, eat breakfast. Time is a luxury. Enjoy it and feed yourself a wholesome breakfast. Sit down with your family and enjoy a hearty bowl of oatmeal. Fuel your body for the tasks that lay ahead of you. It will help you maintain a steady focus throughout the day. Say bye-bye to that one big task. Reprioritize your to-do list, placing the most dreaded task at the top of your list. Instead of letting it loom over you all day, save yourself the agony and stress and get it done first thing. You will feel a sense of relief and be more ready and willing to tackle any trivial tasks that follow. Besides, the morning is the time when you typically have the most energy and feel the most rested, so it sounds like a win-win. Step number five, motivational mantra. Step one, dig deep and find what inspires you. Step two, create a mantra. Step three, repeat that saying to yourself every morning. Step four, breathe and relax. You will feel more motivated and focused than ever before. Number six, get moving. Morning workouts not only give you a boost of energy, they pump you up, ensuring your senses are up and running. You'll feel ready to tackle any problem that comes your way. Studies have shown that people are less likely to come up with excuses early in the morning, so with fewer interruptions, you will have no excuses not to set your alarm 15 minutes early and sneak in a quick jog or a 5-minute workout. There's even an app called Hot 5 Fitness that features easy and effective full-body workouts. Number 7, pack snacks. Eating fuels your brain and, uh, eating, oh no, I've been reading this wrong, eating fuels your brain. Uh, improving focus, productivity, and memory. Plan your snacks ahead of time and drop some bars into your bag. If you're looking for suggestions, I would say Austin Antoine has the best bars. <laughs> okay, now but talking about snacks for real, smart snacking is critical for keeping your metabolism going and your brain working at full capacity through your busy day. Number eight, toss it. Learn to let go of things that are cluttering your life. It's one thing to try to clear your mind, but sometimes you have to physically toss something to feel lighter. So get rid of something, old magazines, junk mail, apps on your phone, old receipts or papers, and watch how your attitude changes throughout the day. Our lives get cluttered so easily, but they can become uncluttered just as fast. Number nine, go to bed early. Well, I, I don't want to. But if you want to watch one more episode on Netflix, think again. Getting the proper amount of sleep is critical to not only your mental health and creativity, but to weight control. When your biorhythms are off, it wreaks havoc on your entire system. Getting the proper sleep your body needs sets you up for success in everything else you want to achieve. So rest up. You have to accomplish tomorrow. You have much to accomplish tomorrow. Whoops. There we go. Here we go. Number 10, silence. Waking up early offers you opportunities that few get to enjoy. Watch the sunrise, hear the sound of birds chirping, and just be still. We are always on the move. Sit and enjoy the morning calm. It's a brief time where you can be alone with your thoughts. Just breathe. Now, some of those thoughts are really kind of linked together. I'm not so sure that's technically 10. Uh, a lot of them are related to, like, getting up early and getting basically just getting a lot of sleep. 
Um, and when you get up early to sort of prioritize and figure out your day ahead and just sort of sit in silence, don't immediately jump onto your phone. You know, uh, I will say I did feel better at the beginning of this year um, as far as like physically um, because I was going to bed earlier and I was getting up early and I was doing these things. Um, I had not read this article at the time. It was just sort of things that I was trying. I was trying to go for the whole early to bed, early to rise makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. Um, and I got the healthy part right, I think, um, during that time. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say I felt any wiser, and I'm still not wealthy, but um, I am wealthy in the sense of, you know, good friends and good fortune, but not like money fortune. You know what I'm trying to say. I will say this. This this article felt a lot more on point for me than um, some other stuff that I'd kind of gone through before. At one point when I was sort of kind of going through a lot of life changes at the beginning of this year um, and trying to find what my new normal was, I was doing a whole bunch of research into different things that I could be trying. One of the things that I had at one point uh, seen was actually a video that was uh, Seven Habits of Successful Millionaires or something like that that I follow. Not that I personally follow. I mean, this is what the title was. It was something along that line. Or seven habits that successful millionaires have that I've adopted. Something something along those lines. Um, and a lot of them were just kind of, I don't know, a little hokey. Um, a couple of them were like, you know, save every penny and try not to spend money when you can. It's kind of like, well, I mean, I think that's sort of the deal for everybody. The idea is, you know, don't go spending money all willy-nilly. Um, even though I still sometimes do it. Um, uh, you know, I've been known to buy something that I don't necessarily need, I'm just like, well, I want it, so, I mean, yeah, to be honest with you, just the other day, I was talking to Michael Palmer, and I was like, hey, I might need to borrow your PS4 for like a week, and I might just buy that Spider-Man game, because God, I love Spider-Man, and I love video games, but the thing is, is that I don't, I, well, at the time, I didn't have a job, um, I've got a few things kind of lined up over the next few days, and so that could potentially change, but at the time, I definitely didn't have a job. And I was like, why am I going to spend 60 bucks on something when I don't even really have 60 bucks? I could charge it to my credit card, but then that's just going to be 60 bucks that's going to accumulate debt over time just because I wanted to be Spider-Man. And you know what? Spider-Man will always be there. Because you know what? We are all Spider-Man. Just a little bit in our hearts, aren't we all? Anyway, um, back to the main topic, though. My, uh, there was a lot of stuff on there that just sort of was, I don't know, it felt not bullshitted, but it definitely felt like it was just sort of someone's excuse to put out a video. There was one interesting aspect to this video that I'd read that I tried at the beginning of this summer. The idea that I tried was this idea of buy multiple versions of the same outfit and then just wear that every day. Um, you know, you're not wearing the exact same clothes that you did the day before, right? Um, you know, you're still washing stuff frequently and kind of going through it. But the idea is that, you know, on your own time, wear whatever you want. But when it's time to get down to work, when it's time to do whatever, in the morning, just you pick the same shirt, pick the same pants. The idea is, is that, you know, you're saving yourself time by not going, well, what am I going to wear today? Well, maybe I'll wear this. Maybe I'll wear that. No, I wore this last Friday or, oh, but I don't know if I look good in those pants anymore or, you know, uh, I don't know, that shirt makes me look fat or something, you know, like, and that's a that's a thing, many, many of those thoughts that I've had in my past, right? Um, and 
the idea is that, you know, when I'm going to sit down and get to work every morning or whatever, uh, just to make sure that I'm just, I'm in the same thing. That way I'm up, I'm in the shower, I'm dressed, I'm ready to go. I know that I have the outfit ready because I know that it works because I've already worn it. I did try that at the beginning of this summer. I, I, I kind of stand by it a little bit. I don't fully read into it just yet, and I also think that it's a very one-sided idea. Sometimes life is very strange. Sometimes things happen. Sometimes there are things that you don't expect. Um, whether it's losing a family member, whether it's losing a significant other, whether it's realizing that you've lost your job and now you're not sure how you're going to make do, you know, for the next few months or until you find a job again. Um, for certain family members of mine, it, it took over a year or sometimes over two years. So, you know, sometimes that sort of thing arises and it's a bit of a panic when that happens. Life can be very strange, and I was recently speaking with one of my best friends in the entire world, Julie Roberts, mentioned her many a time on the show, um, would love to have her on someday, um, because I do think she is someone who is under the age of 30 that you should be paying attention to, um, and we've been talking a lot about the changes that are happening in her life right now, and the fact that she may not be in the city that's best for her right now. She may not be in the area that is going to foster the type of career that she wants. She's working a job that is helping pay the bills while she kind of goes after certain creative uh, efforts of hers and, and creative works and everything like that. But she's not gigging as much as she, as she wants. She's not getting the, the shows that she wants to do. And it's just that there aren't that many opportunities where she is right now. And so maybe it's time for her to pack her bags and move away and go do her thing somewhere else in a city where it is a little bit much more opportunity filled. But that does also mean that many other people also know that that's the place where there's many opportunities. So then in a way, you also have this sort of overpopulation all vying for the same stuff. So it, it can be very tough. It's a very hard line to walk and it's. There's a lot of pros and cons. There's a lot of things to weigh there. But I also know that if she wants to move somewhere else and make that change in her life, I know she can do it, and I know that she will, and I know that she will be successful. Um, I'm not saying that others can't, but I'm just saying it, it takes a certain level of willpower, I think, to make that sort of thing truly come true for you and to make it happen. Um, and that's a lesson that I also had to learn this year. It's been an interesting journey here in 2018 for Colin Parker. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, just try making a couple of changes. Just, just start off with one, maybe two in the beginning. But if something isn't right, it doesn't mean that you necessarily have to pack your bags and move away, but sometimes you just need a little change of pace to know that everything is okay and to know that you can do things and to know that you're good. And to know that just because someone doesn't see something doesn't mean that you're less of a person. And to learn what your certain, and to learn what your personal value is, what your, like what your worth is, and knowing it and standing true to it, majorly important. And I think that if everybody just took one minute to stand a little bit firmer on what they know that they deserve, I think we'd all just be a little bit stronger and a little bit better off. And I think that maybe we'd have a little bit more career options out there because maybe more people would stand up to the people that are making decisions that 
can sometimes keep the little people down. Didn't mean to get a little brutal there at the end. No. Uh, to sort of tie it up and bring it all home, it kind of goes back to number five of that very first article that we talked about. Think positive thoughts. Think positively over your life. Visualize it. And then go after it. That's my sort of call to action. I want to know some of the stuff that maybe you've heard or ideas that you've had or that someone has shared with you about, you know, how to sort of make certain changes and maybe follow certain things that other successful people have followed or what have you. But at the end of the day, I'd also really like to just sort of hear your stories. I want to hear about the things that you do, the things that you think have sort of turned your life around. Or things that maybe you haven't tried yet, but you would like to, and why you think you would like to. I know it's only Tuesday, or at least it will be when this episode comes out. But let's all work a little harder this week than we normally do, and let's all earn that weekend. And with that, I think that's a pretty good spot to leave it at. So please be sure to check out our other shows here on the Scavengers Network. Why don't you try Taste Testers? It's our, one of our newest shows here on the Scavengers Network. It's on our YouTube channel. It's our cooking show. It's basically Mythbusters, but for cooking food. Initially, episodes were airing on the same day that this show aired, but that also became a lot of work for me over the course of a certain number of days, so it's going to be running on the Tuesdays that this show does not. So you can find the next new episode next Tuesday. Or if you're looking for more podcasts, why don't you try out the other shows on the network? Why don't you try out Spooky Spouses? Or maybe Academy Outcasts. Just see what they've got going on over there. Historical Hotties just started up Season 2 of their series. So maybe now's a good time to hop in and see what's going on there. Or you could join us on Journey Under 30, as always. Or you could join us on Myth Takes and just sort of see what's going on there. We just finished the very first arc of that series. Uh, on uh, at the end of this week, on this Thursday, so two days from now, we're going to have another new episode. And that'll be featuring a different cast, a different lineup, a different uh, set of folks, and a different uh, threat, basically, to them. It's a narrative storytelling podcast, and it's pretty fantastic. You can find those video series on our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash C slash The Scavengers Network. Or you can um, find your all those podcasts wherever you download and listen to your podcasts. And listen, while we have you right here, um, if you want to find me, you can find me on Twitter at Colin, C-O-L-I-N-M, Parker, P-A-R-K-E-R. You can also find all of us over at ScavengersNet on Twitter and at Scavengers Network on Instagram. You can find us at www.scavengersnetwork.com and find more information there. We've got a lot of cool things rolling out on that website pretty soon. We are also going to be at PodCon 2019 and the beginning of January of 2019, so keep an ear out for more information on that as well. Thank you so much to Alex Taylor, my co-host, who will be returning from his honeymoon at the next episode, and the, the, my, 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 my great, he's a great partner uh, for this program, and uh, he also made the music that you heard at the beginning, middle, and end of this series. So, you know, make sure you check them out at French at Music or French AT Music. Um, French AT for Alex Taylor Music. Our next episode airs on September 25th, so we will see you then. 
As always, I am Colin Parker, and we'll see you on the Forbes listings.